Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Welcome to The Witch Next Door. I'm Emily. I'm Veronica. Welcome back, Veronica. Oh, thank you. I feel like we haven't done this for a while. We haven't. It's been a while. It has. Yeah. We d- I just did my whole like summer reading thing with different authors. And I know you've been super busy with some life changes. And yep. yeah, here we are. That is true. <laughs> and one of those life changes is I have dop- adopted a new rescue dog. So if you hear a lot of barking, whining, all kinds of things, it's either he is having separation anxiety or he's going crazy with my other dog and playing. So I apologize. No problem. As, <laughs> as I'm sure our listeners know, I have many an animal and uh, also very, very noisy dogs. So <laughs> fine. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it ties into our topic for today. Maybe it does. So uh, the fourth annual season of the Witch Conference is coming up October 6th and 7th. At the recording of this uh, podcast, it is actually the 25th of August. And for the next week or so, you can still get in on the season of the Witch with the early bird discount. Uh, If you use the code FRO20 at checkout, and I will include a link to the season of the Witch in the show notes. Uh, So if you're interested, you can go check it out and come hang out with us. This year we have 12 presenters and, uh, and me. So that makes 13. (laughs) That's a magical number right there. It is a magical number. You did that on purpose. Kind of. I mean, I got 12 people and I, and then I was like, well, I should teach a class too, because that'll make 13. Nice. And I usually teach, <laughs> but because we had 12, I thought, you know, that's too much to cram into two days. Um, so we're doing two days with the 12, so six each day. And then I am teaching a bonus class on the evening before the conference begins. It's like a little pre get yourself warmed up class called rewilding yourself. And uh, we are going to be doing a ritual workshop. So it's not just a workshop, but there will be a ritual involved in it uh, where we're coming back to our wild selves. And we are going to talk about rewilding today. Mm -hmm. I love that. When you were sharing about that, I was like, yes, yes. I had my thumbs up to Emily. I'm like, yes, that sounds amazing. Go back to the wild within. Like, I guess I'm feeling that way. That's like, um, I'm take, having some new changes in my life, in my career, and it is like getting me outside and with the plants and the animals and just reconnecting with nature. Um, yeah, it's helping me inside, you know, totally. it's like nurturing my soul and like getting me back to like, oh, yeah, that's right. Like, I'm part of I'm part of this. I'm not like locked inside in air conditioning, you know, no. <laughs> No, although that is nice sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you mean when it's like 90s degrees and you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. But what's real is how, I mean, in our society, in our culture, how much time are is the average person spending outside in the actual wild, not in the asphalt kingdom, you know, on the daily basis? I mean, I, I sure don't spend that much time. I try to eat lunch outside every day in my backyard. But like I'm surrounded by fences and other houses. And even though my yard is pretty wild because I sort of suck at taking care of 
uh, yards. <laughs> <laughs> I love to prune, but I hate to clean up my pruning. So I only do it with my husband's home and he can clean it up. <laughs> That's so funny because I love to plant but I have a really hard time harvesting, which is so oh. weird. Cause like you put it in and you're like, oh, now this is, you reap the rewards, but I forget to reap, to reap the rewards. And it all like goes to seed in the ground and then it reseeds up and I'm like, oh, oh yeah. look at all these volunteers. And yep. <laughs> Do you remember to water? I, uh. thanks, to my, thanks, <laughs> thanks to my sister. She put in an automatic watering system. Uh, yeah crazy crazy so and I initially was like no I don't want it because that's how I connect with my plants is going outside to water but then I can't go anywhere I'm like strapped to my house because I have to take care of everything yep you know so yeah how yeah <laughs> well you're also on a well water and we were in drought so I'm imagining it was helpful to have something that yeah it does it does save water yeah yeah <laughs> Let's go. I'm pretty bad at watering too. I mean, I just <laughs> like, I love to, I'll get all like, oh, we're going to plant. And then I plant my whole garden and then that's it. Um, yeah. And then you're like, oh, I did it. It's yeah, done. <laughs> it's done. Something will happen. Uh, my husband goes out and waters often when we have a garden. We did not do a garden this year or last year. Um, and I usually harvest some stuff, but it's like a battle. I have seven cats. And it is a battle to keep them out of the garden. And it, once they get in there and try to use it as a litter yeah. box, it's kind of all over for me. Like, I don't really yeah. want to eat that food anymore. Yeah. The wild has been brought into your domesticated veggies. <laughs> well, like, I don't and, know if I want to have that bacteria. <laughs> I don't know if it's, I want to be that wild, you know? Yeah. Anyway, that, I feel like we just got off topic here, but the... <laughs> Well, let's rein that back in. I mean, I I feel like I think like gardening. Yes, we want to we're, we're do this, you know, as a way to bring a little piece of you know plants, uh -huh. green life, a green space into maybe a space that isn't that's you know maybe not so green or maybe just your little part of green, and you're wanting yes. to bring a little bit of wild into your yard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Totally. So that is one way we can rewild ourselves, right? Is by getting out there and getting our hands in the dirt. Um, yeah. Even just for me, like I said, I like to prune stuff. Uh, I, lo I love to like in the spring when the ground is wet, I don't like to do it this time of year, but I love to weed. I love to go out and pull weeds. Like it's so gratifying to just rip out hunks of weeds and like make everything look all nice. I love that. Mm -hmm. Um so those types of things are really good. But how often are we connecting to the elements like on the daily? Like I just, it makes me curious. If, you, if you're out there listening and you're like thinking about this question, uh, please feel free to drop us a little note. I think uh, you can do that here in Spotify for podcasters or uh, you can do it by sending us an email. But I'd love to know how much you're actually connecting with the elements in an intentional way. Like, oh, I'm feeling the air. Oh, I feel all the water. Ah, the sun, the fire, the heat, you know, all mm -hmm. of that. Like what's happening? How are you connecting? Yeah, I mean, it's like I'm noticing in my, my new position of um, restorative apprentice, I'm working in environmental restorative uh, work outside, uh -huh. which is amazing. Um, 
that just, even though I am in the dirt and working and watering and weeding and doing all the stuff you would do in your backyard um, as a way of increasing habitat, um, there are moments where I'm just like, oh, wow. I, I yeah, Like I literally have to take a conscious moment of stopping and feeling either the wind or like looking at what cool pond turtles that I just saw the other day, just like hanging out and being like, oh. And sometimes nature doesn't like it comes up for you and it's like, Hey, I'm right here. Don't forget. Yeah. And as, and, and there's kind of, if you really want to notice, you're like, Oh yeah. Wow. I'm noticing this, you know, because here comes these turtles just pop up out of the water, you know, turtles. Yes. (laughs) And having that moment of like, this is beautiful, you know, and just, even if it's just, you know, and then back to work, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I think those are really important reminders and then noticing how that lives in us. So that's when I think about rewilding. It's like, yes, I'm noticing all of these things. And how does that wild live inside of me? Because I also think what happens, you know, as much as we have tried to domesticate nature, for lack mm-hmm. of a better term, you know, we've, we've built our roads and we've built our freeways and we've planted trees where we want them to grow. And, you know, as much as we've tried to sort of rein nature in, I think we do that to ourselves also. And mm. some of that is necessary. When you live in a society, there's a certain amount of, I guess, awareness you have to have about how you're interacting with that society and the respect you're having for other people. But in a bigger like picture of what parts of yourself have you shut down is really what I wonder about. And that's what to me rewilding is, is it's like reaching inside and going, oh, it's okay to have these parts of me. It's okay to <laughs> want to move my body in this way. Um, yeah. It's okay for all of that to be true. That's literally well. So I'm coming on my last day at a job that I've been at for five years. Uh-huh. And so I had so many feelings coming up yesterday, um, especially like saying goodbye to a specific coworker that I really feel connected to. And I have for so long, like told myself, like, there's no, I mean, there's no tears. There's no place for this here. Like, this is uh-huh. my job. I am a supervisor. I need to, you know, I'm interacting with the public. Um, but I really didn't have a choice. Like they just, like my feelings, my, that was inside me just kind of just flipped out onto the surface. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm starting to cry, like I'm going into the back because I'm like, okay, I need a minute. And then I think I literally am saying out loud, stuff this down. This isn't the time or place. And then my coworker, my other coworker looks at me. She's like, just take a minute. It's totally cool. Like I was like, nope, I'm training. I'm actually training my replacement right now. So like, I need to like, keep this in. I need to go train my person. And, and I walk back out to the front and I can't like the tears come up again. Like this, like, well, I'm just like, oh my gosh, no, this is grief. Like mm-hmm. it's coming again. Like walk back to the back, start crying, <laughs> do it again, press it down go back out. Nope. Coming back again, back to the back. Okay. I'm giving myself a minute. Yeah. Like this, I need to feel my feelings right now because however much I'm trying to press that down, it's coming back up. It's not working. (laughs) Right. I mean, I feel like that's the, the wild part of it is like, there's some, yes, we can 
we can cage it, we can put it in a box, we can, you know, put a fence around it as much as we can. And it's going to grow outside. It's going to. Right. Like, <laughs> well, and it might come, come out in ways that you don't want it to if you don't make space for it. Yeah. Right. And I think that's, or you end up getting depressed. And, mm-hmm. or, you know, I think that when you think about depression, you can sometimes think about it and it's not a hundred percent true across the board, but sometimes it's a result of repression, um, you know, of trying to, yes. trying to sit within a boundary. That's not the right boundary for you. Um, trying to fit into a mold. That's not the right mold for you. And, uh, this was, yeah. I just mm-hmm. think about this often. In fact, I just got served some real because I'll be I'll be honest, there are moments when I sit on Instagram and scroll through reels. I try to only let myself do it for 15 minutes at a time and only like once every few days because I can go down that like scroll hole forever. <laughs> but uh, but there was a woman on there who was doing like uh, authentic movement. And like in some pretty wild ways. And I was watching her and I was thinking, yeah, like this is what is missing in our bodies is how often are we just feeling something and then like moving it, even if it looks quote Mm. weird, even if it's, I mean, not that you're going to do that in the middle of the grocery store. Right. (laughs) But, but even the, maybe, maybe, but even in the confines of our own homes, how often do we censor ourselves? How often do we try to, you know, continue to like, stand up straight, suck in your gut, keep your shoulders yep. back and your shoulder yep. blades down. And I mean, not that good posture is bad, but, but try to hold it. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to dance, but I'm just going to dance a little bit. I'm just going to sway my hips a little bit. Well, what if you want to do some crazy wild movement and then you do it? What happens in your body then? What happens mm-hmm. when you go back to that wild part of yourself? Um, or what happens when you tap into an animal energy and you really like, like, I remember in preschool there was, I mean, cause I used to work in preschool, not, not when I was in preschool, <laughs> when I was working in preschool, <laughs> there was like this little song, it's called animal action. And it was like, animal action is where it's at. And then it'd be like, ah, move like a snake. And then everybody would move like a snake. Right. Um, or you'd move like an elephant or whatever it was. Uh, and what happens when you pick an animal and you move like it? How does that mm-hmm. live inside of you? What does it waken? What does wake what wakes up and moves? So when I'm thinking about rewilding, I'm thinking about all of those things. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Like, I mean, you know, we don't on every day think like, oh, I want to move like a dog or <laughs> I want to move like a cat. Or, but I will witness animals and see how they move and notice the difference, you know, like with the cat, like how they seem really, you know, comfortable in their body and like just stretching and moving and long and, you know, just like really taking the space that they take up, you know, and they take time too. They're not rushed. Right. Like, you know, I'll be like, oh, I'm like filling my car up at the the pump and I'll be like, oh, quick, I I have time. I can like reach for the sky and touch my toes, you know, (laughs) Yeah. But then still looking around and making sure that no, like, seriously, I still feel self-conscious stretching in public sometimes. Sure. Like, do like, oh, you know, how am I moving my body? How are people seeing me? You know, like cats, they don't care. <laughs> well, no, because they are gods. 
we seem to have forgotten. They are, in fact, gods, and they have not forgotten that. I mean, can you imagine, like, if you lived like a cat? Like, yeah, I mean. (laughs) I know, especially I would love to be one of my cats. My cats are so spoiled and have every single thing they could possibly need. And, uh, yeah, like special little beds and food and combs and all kinds of stuff. (laughs) Well, that's the thing, like having all your needs met and, you know, but definitely like, I think, you know, Bastet, like this idea, like you think of the Egyptian goddess Mm -hmm. and like, oh, okay. Like you can see that as being like royalty, really. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Totally. Royalty. I'll be jeweled. Like, let's see. I think I have a Bastet statue here. Oh yeah, she has an earring. Oh yeah, and necklaces. Yeah, you know, she's fancy, fancy. Yeah, I love that. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, just this concept of possibly like living like a certain animal. Yeah, or even just taking a moment and seeing what that might be like, watching an animal like doing what they're doing. Like right now, my dogs are playing like crazy. Like, what would that be like to play like that? Like, that's hard play. You play like that when you're a kid. Think about roughhousing when you're a kid, right? It's that contactual. Wrestling. On, full body. Like, what happens when you get into your body? Anyway, it's, yes. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've done that. I think my husband and I tried to do this just for fun. Like, let's just, like, wrestle, you know? And he's, like, two, three times my size. And He's at like, least three sure times your size, each- Veronica. Let's make sure we don't hurt each other. <laughs> so we, yeah, it's like, okay, well, now we're going to stop because we might hurt each other. <laughs> yes. It's different. When you're a kid, you're just like, whatever. I don't care if you get hurt or I get hurt. We're just going for it. Yeah, you don't think about injury. You no. don't think about, like, consequences. Like, I, I think that's, like... I think about like me stretching at the you know gas station of like, you don't think about how other people see you or, you know, it's like the outside, you know, mm-hmm. whereas you're talking about rewilding yourself and like what's going on within, you know, mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. checking on within and that's, it's just so different to start from that space and be in that space. Then when you step out, then all of a sudden the ego and the like, I don't know, you know, pops in. Totally. Yeah. Totally. I was actually thinking when I was starting to conceptualize this idea for this workshop, I was thinking about um, a particular ritual that we did in circle years ago. It was for, I think it was for spring equinox and we were meeting at your house where we met in the dog run. Remember that? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Literally the space, literally. It it was a dog run. It was like, like, yeah, it was a dog run. Yeah, it was not very big. The indoor space was like 10 by 10 or something. (laughs) It was was smaller than that. It was narrow and long. Yeah. So it might've been like 10 by six or something. It was small, but we would cram in there because we didn't have any place else to meet. So uh, we'd meet there, but I remember we met there and it was raining and we had this ritual planned and we did did drumming. Do you remember this? I do remember and this. <laughs> everybody would like drum and somebody would, t- we t- were taking turns getting out into the rain and dancing mm-hmm. and just moving to the drumming. And I was thinking about that in terms of rewilding yourself. Like what happens when you just like let yourself be in the elements and let a rhythm move through you 
and to not think because in that situation none of us were really thinking about what each other thought of of each other no like our ego was not involved because that was a group we felt safe with and it was a safe Mm -hmm. environment um so you know where are the places that's cropping up for you in your life that would be a question to ask yourself for those of you listening in right now where are the moments where you can just sort of let it go and uh not have your ego involved not think anybody's watching you big question yeah that's I know I'm sitting with that question I'm like oh where is that for me and like how do I and if uh, not a lot of places (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. not a lot of places definitely in my home I do feel that but even then it has to be who's around right you know my my daughter has a lot of sensitivities having special needs so like I have to rein myself in sometimes around her because right. she's so sensitive. She just like takes on what I think and feel a lot. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, <laughs> being outside, being alone, being in the bathroom and the bathtub, right. maybe that's why I escape in my bathtub so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a really good question. Yeah. I think, and I think it's a good thing to reflect on for all of us. Like even I was thinking for myself, it would be good to do a check-in like at least once a week where I'm like, okay, where have I just been, been totally a hundred million percent myself this week Mm -hmm. and not thought about what somebody else might think or how this looks or feels, or, you know, just focused on experience. And I think I do that actually. I, I feel really lucky because I don't really worry about my, what my husband thinks. (laughs) (laughs) And I have a lot of dance parties in my house uh just listening to music uh and my favorite exercise class is all about mm-hmm. embodiment right it's really just about like the invitation is there to move in a certain way but then there's also the the kind of blanket invitation of do what feels right for just your body do it yeah what yeah yes we're doing jumping jacks if that doesn't feel right for your body how are you going to move what if just you move. just yeah what if you just move the way your body was telling you to move yeah. And if you're hearing this and you're going, I don't even know what that is. It's time to ask it. Yeah. You know, or come to my rewilding workshop and we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, it, when is your workshop again? Uh, it's going to be October 5th. And I think okay. I have it scheduled for 6 p.m. Pacific time. So I know for those of you okay. on the East Coast, that's a little later, but replays are going to be available for everybody registered for Season of the Witch. So this is like the pre-conference workshop. The conference starts in earnest the next morning. Um, it's exciting. I know, it's so exciting. Are you going to come, Veronica? Are you working? I want to. I want to. I'll have the weekends off now with my new job. So. <laughs> All right. Well, this is a Thursday night and then it's Friday and Saturday. Or the okay. Well, Saturday the for sure. <laughs> yeah. Come hang out. Come That's hang out awesome. with all of us. Yeah. So I guess if you come, if you join season of the witch and come hang out with us, Veronica will be there too. (laughs) (laughs) Typing in the box. (laughs) Right. Right. Well, it's on zoom. So you can even wave. Hello. Oh, that's great. (laughs) Yeah. It's changed. This was awesome coming back. It's like it's been forever. And I know I missed you. Yeah. I missed you too. Yeah. (laughs) So everybody stay tuned. Um, We'll, we'll see where we go in the coming weeks and, uh, and yeah, well, you'll be hearing from us, of course, (laughs) of course. So until next time, keep it magical. Keep it magical.
Yeah. Hey there, friends. Emily here from Wise Woman Witchery. If you like what you hear on The Witch Next Door, I invite you to support us. You can do that by rating, reviewing, liking, following, uh, what else? <laughs> Whatever else it is that you do on the platform you like to listen to podcasts on. By doing these things, it actually helps other people find us. And in that way, helps us spread the magic. So I appreciate you taking the time to do that. And thanks for being a listener. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius. <laughs>